Blog Talk Radio. Bringing you excellent entertainment from the king of DC media. Here's the Inside Acting Radio Show. Good evening, dear listeners. Tonight, my guest is Kiesha Nicole, a Baltimore-based print model and public health case manager who will talk about the issue of cis actors portraying transgender characters on TV and film and how the transgender community is portrayed in the media. Kiesha, who is transgender, recently spoke for the organization Trans Baltimore on the topic Unpacking Trans Face, cis actors playing trans roles in movies. Trans Baltimore meets every first and third Wednesday from 7 to 9 p.m. at 2530 North Charles Street, 3rd Floor, Baltimore, Maryland. Now remember to follow me on Instagram at WilliamPowell8796 and find and support me on Patreon by searching King of DC Media at www.patreon.com. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com. You can also purchase an announcement or casting notice by emailing me at William400 at yahoo.com. I see Keisha is on the switchboard, and I will now bring her on the air. Keisha, how are you? I'm wonderful. Hello. Fantastic. Thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. All right. So you recently gave a talk uh, for Trans Baltimore and uh, I know it was a pretty good talk. Uh, so talk about some of the points. What were some of your main points? So, well, yes, we definitely did um, have a, a topic um, that was highly recommended by the community, um, and I thought necessary to address that, um, being as though um, I founded Trans Baltimore, which was also a request of the community, I felt the need to address all these issues um, as they arise, um, this one's very, 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 um, in very many ways triggered the community. Um, how, um, and I agree, some of their concerns were, why do cisgendered people feel the need to play the, play the roles of trans people who are waiting to um, tell their own stories and express their own truths? In, 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 in an authentic way that does not portray what society already has set the tone for how they view us. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So what was it? What's your take on uh, Scarlett Johansson dropping out of that film, uh, Rub and Tug? Um, I... I feel that that it was very appropriate. I feel that um, she heard the community. However, what was her purpose of dropping out? And that is now. I don't know if I'm being petty, as they say, or nitpicking. But um, now to drop out and then address the community and say why and why and what reasons. Um, 
she did drop out and, and, and advocate for that and advocate for them to put trans folks in these roles. Because for years, media has allowed cisgendered people to play these roles and tell a story from what they think of. And that's not, that's, that's very problematic. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. That's that's very problematic. Um, so let's talk about uh, the FX network TV drama uh, Pose as a hit. So why do you think it's so popular right now? Because Pose, um, well, I saw a scene of Pose, and that's all I've seen so far. And from what I saw, it was very authentic. It was very tasteful, and it was being told by people who know that story, that lifestyle, that they know what's going on. These are real trans folks. These are real LGBT members. These are members of the community. So that that, that is how you tell a story. That is how you represent a community of people. Um, and, and even in that still, um, it still doesn't tell every narrative of transgender, the transgender experience. Those who those who are of trans experience, it is still it still just only touches the surface of what that, that society knows about into, us. Segues into the next question because I was wondering about the accuracy of it. You said it didn't touch on every story within that community. So I mean, in what ways does it fall short? Um, I'm I'm not going to say that it's falling short. Um, but I'm just going to say that it hasn't touched on everything, and you can't touch on everything in one season or in one episode or in, you know, a series. These are these are ongoing developments. These are ongoing discoveries that people are learning about themselves every day. Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, I heard that RuPaul, uh, he's been silent on it. He didn't really say much about the show. Why do you think that is? Some people, as I may, I'm only transferring. I say what I say was real, and some people aren't going to speak on what they don't know. True, I mean, RuPaul is from. I've heard. I, I don't know if I've heard it to be said that RuPaul is not even LGBT. He just does that as a way of entertainment. What he does, he is actually a married man with children. I guess and don't qu- and don't quote me on that. Don't quote me on that. But, the, <laughs> okay. but those are those are. I've heard that most commonly. Um, I know that he has a book, so if you want to confirm that story, you read the book. Um, but um, that is, I just know that that's what he does for entertainment. And there's a big difference between um, the T and LGB. There's a big difference that that in that in that spectrum. Um, from those who do it for entertainment and those who aren't trans or of trans experience. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's absolutely true. So I see that we have uh, Mr. Troy Kennedy on the switchboard. I know he has a lot to say about this, a lot of good uh, commentary. Good evening, Troy. Hey, how are you, William? All right, man. Thanks for coming on the show. You know, I, I do have to agree with with her. Um, I, I think the biggest issue, as far as trans people, and I am not trans. I am a cis, cis man. I, I I actually date trans women, so I'm trans attracted or trans amorous man, or however you want to call it. But um, 
my thing is trans people aren't getting the opportunities to play cis roles, but cis people are getting the opportunity to play trans roles. And so it's really not fair, and, and it's not a level playing field. And the fact that, as, as Tisha said, that there, there, there are people waiting in line, there are trans people waiting in line to tell their own stories. And, you know, even, even as someone who is you know, who's around trans people and, and dates trans women, I can't tell their stories. It's not fair for us as cis people to tell those stories. And and it's no different than blackface, in my opinion. Wow. Wow, that's serious. <laughs> in, in my opinion, it's no different than blackface because, you know, you, you have actual trans Absolutely. Who, that is exactly what it's like, blackfacing. Who, it, who, who live the experience? Who and and, and that experience, there, there's there, there's if, if you don't live it, you can't you can't talk about it. You know, even from the outside looking in, as as someone close to it, I can't tell those stories. I, it's not my and it's not my responsibility to tell those stories. Why are why are we not allowing trans people, trans men and trans women, to tell their stories about their struggles and and, and in a manner like Pose does? You know, those, and let's those, not forget those, about those trans men. Right, that's that, that's what I said. Trans men and trans women. So oh, okay, okay. And, and 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 all they do is per, you know perpetuate the stereotype that that trans people are just playing dress up, that this is just a game, right. that this is fake, and that's the problem with it. And and no one wants to address it in that manner because it it closes the ugliness and the hypocrisy of Hollywood. Because Hollywood used to do blackface, you know, entertainment used to do blackface, and I think the problem is because people don't like comparing race with gender identity, is that they don't want to make that leap because it it, it brings up uncomfortable feelings and uncomfortable thoughts that a lot of people would tend to they will want to forget. But oppression is oppression, and wrong is wrong. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, but I'm gonna play devil's uh, advocate here because I know uh, I saw an interview somewhere. What was it? Angelica Ross, who plays on Pose, she was saying, "Well, okay, there was a movie with uh, what was it uh, uh, Carrie Washington, I believe it was, some years ago, and she enjoyed mm-hmm. that performance. She played a trans woman, and she said it was it was all right because it worked for her because basically she's just telling the story of a woman. I mean, just." A woman, just like as an actor, you just get to the essence of that character and not worry so much about, you know, who the person she is was in also, real life. She was also coached. She was also coached. I by have a trans to disagree. Woman. I have to disagree. Why, why be coached by? Why be coached by a trans woman when you can just hire one and and pay her to act her story out? You when when these actors and actresses get these roles, they take they take months. And months training how to talk like them, how to how to feel that feeling, how to do all of that. That is not you cannot act out act out a trans woman who's been raped. You cannot act out a trans woman who gets stared at in the bathroom just by you just for using it. You know, you don't mm-hmm. you can't act those emotions out. You cannot act that struggle out. The only person who can bring forth that in Hollywood, I don't care on the silver screen, is a person who's experienced it. And, and and again, I I, I agree with her. Uh, and and Carrie was coached. I know who coached her. So Carrie was coached oh, okay. to do that. A trans woman, a trans woman coached her how to do that. How 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 to act, how to walk, how to talk, how to move to make it more authentic. 
so again, that's to to, to Ms. Keisha's point. I hope I'm saying your name right. Um, it, you know, you're, you're 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 why coach someone to do that when you can bring someone who actually lives that and and that emotion and that and 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 all of the 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 lived experiences of of you know a trans woman or a trans man. You know, you can't you you really can't fake it. I don't, in my opinion, because there's a lot of drama that it happens in the lives of trans people that a lot of cis people don't know about. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot, there's a lot there. And that's, that's a challenge for the actor. That's, that's really, uh, you really have to dig into those emotions and, and experiences in, uh, but I didn't know the story about that, about, um, Kerry Washington being coached, you know, you, you kind of think you look at these great performances and you think, well, Okay, you look at scene study and script study and all this, but sometimes it takes a little more than that. Yeah, it does take more than that. Yeah. Good night, y'all. Okay. There you go. Okay, Troy, did you have anything else for us? No, it's just you know, thank you, know, thank you, thank you for bringing you know this topic uh, to light. I, I think that we don't uh, have enough conversations about. You know our, our trans brothers and sisters. You know, especially you know of color. Um, these, these discussions don't happen, and uh, it's time that they happen. That's all I gotta say. Absolutely. Okay, man. Thanks for calling. <laughs> all right, not a problem. Okay. Have a good night. Okay, uh, Keisha. Let's talk about how you got into modeling. I know you've done some some print work. <laughs> so, um, so modeling calls me. Um, <laughs> I don't know, and it's it's, a, it's really an honor to be even considered a a, a, a print model. Um, but I had my first shoot, my first professional shoot that actually hit Billboard here in Baltimore. Um, in 2016, um, there was a campaign called the Presence Project, and that is under the Baltimore in Conversation, which is put on through the Baltimore City Health Department. And what we do is promote PrEP, which is the HIV prophylaxis um, for those who are HIV negative. Um, and to promote that that medication, we put on this campaign that of which I did some modeling shoots. So that is how I guess I am considered a Baltimore-based print model. <laughs> That's fantastic. So uh, is there any plans to get in uh, some more modeling or maybe some acting? I would love to get into some acting. I would love to do some modeling. Um, people have have called me um, and asked me to come to LA, but it, it's if I feel like if it's meant to be, it'll be. If 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 people really want me, they'll make it happen. Um, right now, I'm focused on my career and and developing my community, um, and that's where my energy and heart and passion is right now. I I would love to take it elsewhere if that maybe happens. Um, but right now my community is hurting and um, they're continuously hurt and broken. And when people are broken, they they hurt other people. So um, my community needs 
some strong people to help develop it and support it and uplift it, and that's why I'm doing what I'm doing now. Absolutely, absolutely. So talk about how you got into public health. Another field that called me because I'm really not even a people person. Um <laughs> I'm very down to earth. I'm very sweet. I'm very loving and caring, and I guess that's why that field called me. Um, so about six years, maybe seven now, going on seven years ago, um, I started out at an organization called the Gay and Lesbian Community Center of Baltimore, and I was their office manager with no experience ever. And that from there led into me becoming a case manager who was trained under the Baltimore City Health Department. Um, peer navigator. Um, I'm now doing um, work in infectious disease control and prevention, and also I'm certified as a med tech. I am, you know, just keeping it going. I'm trying to, you know, do something different, give the girls a different narrative than society has put on us. Yeah, yeah. You've got to talk about how did you hone your public speaking skills? You're just so smooth. Um, now, I mean, after six years, this is, it's just, it just comes naturally. You hit the, I mean, and then it's, it's, you can't, you cannot rehearse this. You can't, you can't rehearse this. Um, it just comes to me. It's, it's, it's what I feel and what I go through. I represent a lot of girls. Um, they have the community, they have, uh, they have the community condition to believe that we are, all the same and we are all horrible and we're not going to be anything or make anything of ourselves. And we just have to change that narrative. So when you're a person that lives that struggle and that life, that experience, you know how to talk about it. You know how to talk about it and you know how to get through it. And you just talk through it to start off of experience. Plus good training. I have good mentors. Oh yeah. That's fantastic. So, I'm going to throw out a couple of names and uh, give me your reaction to them. Okay, here okay. we go. Uh, Laverne, okay, Laverne Cox. Um, so I know that she's an activist. I know that she is um, an actress. She's a Hollywood trans woman. Um, that's all I know. Uh, Janet Mock. <laughs> That's okay. Um, so we Janet Mock. Janet Mock. We discussed Janet Mock yesterday in our workshop, and I think she's beautiful. And I'm just learning about her this year too. See, that's the thing. They don't that they don't highlight enough trans women who are doing positive things. You don't see them. Getting that right. that TV time, so you see, you have to be online and you know blog radio. And I work too much to catch up to all of that. <laughs> when I come home, I just want to watch a movie and relax like regular people. Because I'm a regular person. <laughs> I, heard, I heard that. Okay, uh, Angelica Ross. I'm sorry, I'm not familiar. Okay, she's from Pose. That's, we talked about her earlier. That's okay. Okay, so we're getting near the end of the interview. Um, okay, this, we're going to have a couple of fun questions, and then I'll let you go. 
What's a book or movie that inspired you? Oh, my God. So I like The Adventures of Tom Sawyer. Really? And I'm going to tell you why. Yes, because when I was a kid in in uh, elementary school, I was remember third grade exactly. I had to come home and read every day for 30 minutes. And I don't care if I had homework or not. I had to still read that book 30 minutes every day. And that's the book that I just chose because I just liked it. It was humorous. And I always had a way of reading a book and picturing the characters in my head doing what they were doing. And I would hear their voices. And it was just really cool. So I really liked that book. <laughs> That's fantastic. That's fantastic. Okay, think, speaking of characters, if somebody made a movie of your life, what would the title be? Wow. That's crazy. I thought about that. I literally thought about that the other day, sitting in my house. And I was like, my if my life was a my life is an open book, that's what I would call my movie. All right. That works. That works. Okay, you might have to think about this next one a little bit. What's your personal motto? My personal motto yep. is in everything I, my, my, so when my, wow. So when, um, I began my trans experience, my, when I was early in my trans experience, and this was even before medically, medically becoming trans, um, my mom had the hardest time accepting it, and I get it now. You know that I'm older and an adult, and you know I'm 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 teaching children and things. I get it, but I didn't get it then. And one day she told me, she said, "You're beautiful, and I want you. If you're gonna, if you are a woman as you say you are, be the best woman that you can be. You don't want to be a dumb girl." You don't want to be a bum, and you don't want to ask to ever depend on anyone. So my motto is to be true to you, yourself, be the best you that you can be, and never let anyone deter you from that. That's right. Absolutely, absolutely. Keisha, I really enjoyed it. I I really thank you for a wonderful interview. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. I was actually at work while this interview. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) Okay. All right. Well, you have a blessed night. You too. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, folks out there in Radio Land, remember to do something for your career every single day and break a leg. Good night. Under the dark, you pacify me. Hold my breath. Take me down, I won't fight. Beat on my heart, you drum inside me Somewhere my death makes the sound
town no one can find I never met anyone like you